the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to It's Your Life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., two motivational speakers that are here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. Join James and Ray and get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome to another edition of It's Your Live. I am James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. And that, that song get me every single time. Wow, Ain't know. no stopping us now. And there is no stopping us now. You know, I tell you, we got a, a, a jam-packed show for you today. And I'm just excited uh, uh, to be here and to uh, share uh, a lot of things I'm going to talk about the four C's a little bit, and Ray is going to talk about. Yeah, I'm going to talk about what defines you. And so the the whole show, we'll just kind of go back and forth. We'll have positive vibes. We'll we'll talk a little bit about overcoming adversity in life. And um, we're going to have a great show. So, uh, JC, how you been, man? What's, what's been going on? Man, I've just, I just been extremely busy, Ray. I've been speaking. I had about uh, three or four speaking events this, this week. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm heading back. I've been having book signings. Uh, and uh, I got book signings coming up uh, across the country in Texas. Okay. And, you know, of course, California, uh, back in my hometown in Tennessee. Uh. See, I got to keep up with you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you. You've been a busy man. I'm, tra- I'm traveling around the world myself and, uh, and, and doing the spreading that energy, spreading that love and, and speaking and, uh, and consulting uh, with, with my team, my company, Launch Team Consulting, again. And, uh, you know, it's good to be back in the studio it's it's great being back in the studio, I tell you. You know, so uh uh just the vibes that that, that we share when we're in studio. We share anyway when when we're out of studio, yeah, but yeah, uh sure. it's just it's just nice to be able to correspond and look look you in the eye and you know, I know exactly uh uh what your thoughts are when I ask certain questions. So but I tell you, let's get started with what defines you. Man, that's that's an interesting question. You talk about what defines you. There's so many different things that that you know people look at as far as you know how they are perceived in real life. Um, so many different things that uh, that that they want to put put forward. You know, you have this. A lot of people are defined by their jobs. A lot of people are defined by what their family is. Some people are defined by their looks. Some people are defined by you know, some actions that they've had. Um, but in reality, I think at the, being defined, which what defines you, is, is is your actions and and how you treat others. And how you feel about yourself, because you know a lot of people just don't have that 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 self love, and um, you know when you don't know your own identity and know who you are, uh, it, it creates a, a lot of issues on later on in your life. I mean that happened to me when I was growing up. I didn't have my own identity. My identity was was, was locked up in who my father was or, or what the, what the public perceived us to be, and I had to take a while to actually find who I was, who was Ray Leonard Jr. So it took a while for me to find that, but when I did, you know, I fell in love with the person that I've become. You know, I tell you, I I, I think that uh, a lot of us are like that. It, it takes time before we really understand who we truly are. Uh, but I I believe that first of all, like I always say, in order to, to re- realize who you truly are, you have to know yourself. Right. I mean, you have to know everything about you. You have to uh, just just admit that this is who I am. Right. And then you have to love yourself. I tell you, Ray, uh, I got this uh, this clip that I want the audience to hear uh, about uh, what defines you and what is knowing yourself is about. Okay. Really get a chance to know who you are. And once you know who you are, you truly know who you are, love who you are. Love who you are. You're a masterpiece. Love who you are. Love who you were born to be. Love, love me some me. That's what I'm talking about. When you leave high school, you gotta know 
today or tomorrow, hopefully today, what your plans are. Hopefully, you know, there is no bad decision unless there is no plan. Create, collaborate, commit with confidence. Commit with what? Commit with what? And everything that you do. If you can see it here, you can do it. You might not be able to see it with the physical eyes. But if you can see it here, you can do it. Don't let anyone tell you that, tell you, that you cannot do it. You all are the future leaders of tomorrow. I, I am a leader. I am a senior. I will be one of the leaders of this world. So if you know yourself and if you love yourself, you got the confidence, you can share yourself. You can be who you are. It doesn't matter if you short, tall, fat, big, whatever, black, white, pink, gold, purple. It doesn't matter. You step up with confidence. You are a masterpiece. You are leaders. Oh, shucks. Man, I see with that energy on that one, JC. You, you, you sound like that that Southern Baptist preacher a little bit down there. No, I'm not not a preacher, but I am a teacher. Ah, I like it. I like it. And I, I like the T.O. reference, too. I love me some me. <laughs> so, and that's the key That's the key thing to you. You have to know who you are. Right. And you have to accept everything, good, bad, and endeavors, in order to really put yourself on the right track to being who you was born to be. I, I believe everybody is a masterpiece. Yeah, well, yeah, right. We talked about that before. Everybody has their own identity. Yes. Right, their own fingerprint. So everybody is a masterpiece. You're made your way. You're made in your own identity because that's how God wanted it to be. Absolutely. You know, and, and but the hard thing is I know I, I we, we talk about this a lot about finding your, finding your why, finding yourself, you know, loving yourself. But a lot of people struggle with that. You know, when, um, you know, coming up and trying to find who, who you are, you go through the ups and downs, the trials and tribulations. But sometimes it's, it's hard to kind of see who the person that you are that's looking in that mirror and, and, and like who you see in that mirror. So what do you think it is that, that, that creates some of them issues that you can't really accept the person that you are or, or be confident in the person that you are becoming? I, I believe it's a lack of self-confidence in many cases because uh, – Many of us listen to others tell us that we cannot do this and we cannot do that. And we let it get caught up in our minds. And the minute that we start thinking that we cannot do it, guess what? You can't do it. Right. I mean, right. you, you got to always uh, be able to push aside the naysayers. It's many, many of them out there. And that's why it's important that you understand who you are, not what other people want you to be. Right. You have to you have to determine who you are. But I think it is. I mean, you talk about the naysayers. I call them haters. <laughs> I call, you know, pe- people that that don't want to see you succeed or, or see you achieve because they're not happy with where they are. And and you see that so many times. Even even on social media, you see the negative comments that people will put out when someone's uh, you know trying to follow their dream or if they're if they're if they're a singer, if they're an athlete, if they're you know they want to be a businessman, a businesswoman. Um, it's always easier for people to start off talking about negative things rather than lifting somebody up. And I, I wonder why that is. I, I know we were all born into sin, but I, is it is it just innate to, to easier to, to push somebody away rather than saying, yeah, I wish the best for you? Well, uh, I believe that there is a jealousy factor in most um, that uh, they don't want the other person to succeed because they don't feel confident in themselves. And they feel that they are going to be left behind. Uh, I mean, we all have the same opportunities, same birthrights, and we all are put on on earth for a purpose. And I tell you out there, uh, Radio Land, uh, do not get caught up in the ringing of you can't. You can. And remember that. You can't do unless you want to. You have to want to go out and do great. You got to want to go out there and be uh, the person that you was born to be. And you and I believe that these things are. I, I talk about the four C's all the time, Ray. Mm-hmm. The four C's: right. create, collaborate, commit with confidence. Right. And um, we're gonna have that's that's a later show. But I believe that if you utilize 
those four C's, and we'll talk about that one later. That builds what we call the big C, character. And life is all about character, you know? Yeah. And so what defines you is, first of all, you have to define your character. I think so. I think so. You define your character. Define what do you want to put out in the world? Like, like what is your going to be your contribution? I think for me, it was when I, when I found out how I can give back to, to others. That was kind of the big thing because I was so locked in on just what can I do? What is other people going to think about what I'm doing when I was playing football or running track and field or in a commercial or something? I was like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm looking, look at myself. Look at me. Look at me. Look at you. I tell you what, Ray, we're going to have to take a break. So I tell you, coming up, we got uh, PJ Prince Daniels. So uh, he will be coming up in the next segment. <laughs> James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you an important message about AM 1170, the answer's official contest rules and regular... Wait a minute, we're interrupting their broadcast for rules on winning stuff? Just read what's on the paper. You must be at least 21 years young to enter, and if your original prize isn't available, we'll give you something of equal or greater value. One winner per household, and you can only win once every 60 days. And we're not responsible for any lost prizes that get lost in the mail if we send them out to you. And prizes may not be substituted or redeemed for cash or made available for resale. You've got 60 days to claim your prize at our main studios. We're open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. You know the complete rules are available online 24-7 and free? Wait. What? Yeah, just visit am1170theanswer.com and click on the About Us tab. <sighs> Cue the fast-talking guy. Employees of AM1170 The Answer and its affiliated advertising agencies, licensees participating in promotional sponsors, other radio stations in the San Diego metropolitan area, and members of their immediate families are ineligible to participate and win. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I am James Cooley. And once again, this is Ray Leonard Jr. Wow, man, having such a good time. Ray, I'm we... getting some bass in my voice, man. You hear that? <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling this radio thing. We were talking <laughs> at, at the end of last segment about character. Right. And what be us character. Because it's all about character. And uh, I mentioned something uh, to you about the four C's. And the four C's stand for create, collaborate, commit with confidence. And I tell you, the, the key things uh, with the four C's is create. Create is these ideals that we have uh, that uh, we might have these ideas and others might think that they're crazy. Right. You know, so... Uh, the vision, the understanding, and focus is what I always talk about. If if you can see it here, you can do anything that, that you set your mind to, as long as it's realistic. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why we call it It's Your Life, because it's, it's yours to live. No one else can live your life for you. You know, and then we talk about everybody being a masterpiece and being magnificent in their own right. It's your life. You know, it, it, whatever you create, whatever you want to be, you have that, uh, you know, that confidence to do it. Yeah, you have the ability to do these things. And so, you know, the vision that you have, uh, even when they might be far-fetched and you you might have the answers to solving world hunger or uh, infectious disease or anything like that, but sometimes we are afraid to share those ideas with others because we think that they are going to make fun of us and laugh at us. Right. Well, we're talking about living the dream. I mean, we have two of our guests that have have lived the dreams that – Dream that I had dreamed about when I was younger. I wanted to be an NFL star, but it's a very small fraction of people that are able to get to that space. Um, but it's never easy. And uh, we want to welcome in uh, in PJ, PJ Daniels. 
All right, welcome, sir. How you doing, PJ? I'm doing amazing. Welcome yourself. to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having you, me. You know, I, I want to tell the our listening audience uh, a little bit of, uh, about PJ. Uh, we call him the Prince. The Prince. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Prince. Now, let me tell you a little bit about PJ. PJ Daniels is a national recognized author, motivational speaker, inspirational, well-being a trainer, and expert in the area. Areas, a lot of areas, are fitness, meditation, holistic health. Wow. His life has been spent understanding, practicing, and teaching the benefits of balancing one power and peace to become the ultimate athlete on the field, on and off the field. That's both. His passion lies in taking a mind-body approach to fitness and teaching our youth, mindful, increasing their literacy, and empowering those around him with confidence and health and lifestyle changes. There's that word, that confidence. That's you know, uh, PJ uh, uh, is out of Georgia Tech, Georgia Georgia Tech University, you know, where he was an extraordinary running back. And we, we're going to talk a little bit about that one in a minute. And he still uh, is in the history book at Georgia Tech. And he was also a two-time academic all-ACC Selection. Yeah. There you go. That's that's big time right there. And he played in the, a bowl game in 2004, uh, the Humanitarian Bowl, where this man rushed for 315 yards, four touchdowns, and he still had nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. That, that's, that's, that's not a misprint. <laughs> I, mean, I looked at that, I was like, man, 300-something yards. Woo. Yeah. He was drafted by the uh, Baltimore Ravens and, in 2006. And, you know, played in, in uh, the league for three years until he sustained a couple of injuries. P.J., welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. P.J., yes. just just tell the audience a little bit about uh, yourself. Oh, man, where do I start? Um, Starting in Houston, Texas. Um, I grew up in Houston, Texas, but I lived in Mississippi, um, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, New Orleans, Louisiana, and um, and. JC, I, I get a chance to see Country Boy, City Boy, but I think I'm a little bit more country than hey, you. Hey, man, you know, <laughs> I, you know I, I think I out-country you, man. <laughs> see, I, I'm, I'm going to just take the City Boy out there because that's me in Washington, D.C., so yeah. I'm the City Boy. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, but what's, so, what's, what's your background? I know you know your, your dad was from, from Ghana, right? Yeah, my dad is from Ghana, Africa, man, and so um, th- that was a, a real interesting background uh, g- growing up with my father. So my first, my formative years, I grew up with my mother and my, my other siblings. And so around 13, 14, you know, it was that time when I was growing up, I was feeling myself, you know, get a little hair on my chest and uh, and trying to be a man. And, and my mom said, I can't handle him anymore. So my father convinced her to let him come stay with me, you know, in order for a boy to see, uh, in order for a boy to be a man, they have to see a man. And that's what my, my, my father emphasized on um, when he asked my mom, can I come and stay with him? And so um, that happened. I, I usually try to, try, not, try to avoid telling the joke, but um, it was funny because it was like my, my dad was all about shocking my, my lifestyle at the moment in time because I was into, like, stealing and uh, breaking into cars and, you know, doing a little of the mischief that young guys do, you know, when you're um, influenced by your friends and – um, my dad comes to pick me up. He comes to pick me up, and I uh, put my stuff in the car, and uh, we get in, and we start driving. And in the middle of the drive, he just busts out like, you will eat, you will sleep, you will go to school, you will get your studies, you will come home, you will eat, and you will go to bed, and you will do it again. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that's, that's old school parenting. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And man, that oh, it crushed me. It crushed me. I, I I turned the other way, looked out the passenger uh, window, and I just started crying. Uh-huh. And he was like, "Are oh, you crying like a little?" And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "You want to go back home?" And I said, "Yes, I do." So he took me back home. He threw my bags on the ground, and he left. And so my mom came home, and I had to just just big smile on my face. And she was like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> I was like my dad, <laughs> my dad brought me back. I was like, "I'm here, mom." She was like, "No, no, you you need to go." And for the first time, that's when I was um, for the first time in my life, I cried for two weeks straight. 
and that transition. Um, but it was a blessing in disguise, man. I, to go and uh, live with my father, and he just shocked my world and, and taught me how to become a man. I was able to see one, uh, and it was such a beautiful thing. And it was a lot of, a lot of um, uh, learning experiences and growing pains that were exchanged between myself and my father, but it, it allowed me to grow and become the, the person that I am. And you guys were talking about building character. I mean, that man really built my character. So from from being in Houston to um, from I, I stayed with my father uh, my teen years to high school. Then after that, I, I graduated high school and I, I walked on to Georgia can, Tech. Can we back, back, backtrack a little bit? When, 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 did you find, when did you find football? Oh, man, I found football uh, around the age of eight. I remember watching a, a, a game with Barry Sanders, and I saw him do a move that I said to myself, wow, I want to do that right there. <laughs> and I looked at my mom, and I said, Mom, I'm going to do that. And then Barry inspired a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, man. He inspired me, and I was just like, wow. Ba- Barry inspired a lot of folks, but it also broke a lot of ankles. <laughs> <laughs> he did, yes, man. Sir. Yes, sir. But it, was, it really influenced me. So, so you you were you coming up playing football, and you know, you're going through, you're going towards high school. Mm-hmm. Um, when do you notice that you have a chance to to do that, you know, uh, professionally, or, you, or did you just think about going to college? Um, I, you know, I don't know. I just always had this this desire to. This is what I'm going to do, and so whenever I make my mind up, like there's nothing that's going to stop me from doing that. And so in high school, I knew that um, I wanted to be you know, great. And so I would be the guy pushing uh, my friend's cars in the morning time. They they allow me to sit in a car and they put their car in neutral and I'll be the one in the back pushing the car or running to school in the morning time or um, just going to the gym early in the morning and, and, and working out. And while all my other friends, they were, you know, I did not know this, but they said they were selling drugs and doing a couple of things, looking mm. to make, make ends meet. And um, I was always in the gym just – just focused and motivated because one I had I knew if I went home and I had a bad report I was gonna get some something some type of African <laughs> lashing from my father you know so dad wasn't playing <laughs> he was not playing so I looked to avoid that at all costs but um, but I always had a work ethic where it just drove me to 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 be the best person that I could be and um, my dad used to always tell me you know believe in yourself um, yeah. and just just like Ray. Was open up, and so you found what defines you uh, through. I think listening to you mm-hmm. is is in the gym. Want to want to play professional football. Want to be great. Right. I mean, some of the kids out there that might be listening, and then their parents. What can what type of words of wisdom can you give them? Mm. Um. So one of the things that I teach um, is meditation, and I, I can tell you. I'll tell you a little bit about that later, but. Um, the reason why I teach it is because I had a, a life-altering experience um, with that, and it, it pretty much saved my life during my, my time of depression. Um, when I was down and I was trying to make my transition from the NFL to being a, um, a civilian, um, and that's a huge transition that a lot of players do not know how to um, um, effortlessly transition into. And so one of the things that I encourage parents and their kids to do is to start becoming more mindful of the practice of meditation. And meditation is, is not a religion. It's not a philosophy or a lifestyle change. It's just a practice that allows you to understand more of yourself. And as we grow older, um, you know, as we're kids and when we grow older, there are a lot of th- people tell you to believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. But when you get older... You know, it's just like you can't do that. You nobody can't encouraging that. you, right? You, you, nobody you, encouraging you. That. You know what? We, uh, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna take a station break, but when we come back, we're gonna talk about beyond the game. Oh, awesome! Sounds good. Right. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with "It's Your Life" on the Answer San Diego. 
Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media hosts Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Mike Lindell, inventor of My Pillow, on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th, 2020. More than a vacation, this journey will guide you through centuries of faith as you visit significant places right out of Scripture. Along the way, your host will broadcast on site while you watch and participate. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float in the Dead Sea, and take a boat out onto the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Have you ever wanted to explore the inside of the garden tomb? Set forth a new personal vision for this year and visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com to reserve your spot on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com for more information and to book today. It's Your Life is Back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. And our, our guest here again is Mr. P.J. Daniels Jr. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, welcome back, man. It's been Thank a fascinating you. show so far. Thank you. Um, but I, I wanted to touch upon, you know, what was your journey like, uh, you know, starting in high school? Because a lot of kids that are, or folks that I talk to right now that yeah. think, okay, I just play ball here and, and everybody's going to come sign me and I'm going straight to the NFL. All right. Well, that was my thought process, but it, it's never that easy. No, nah, no, nah, not at all. So what was your journey like? Um, my journey was uh, a lot of growing pains. Um, I didn't know anything. I was I was very green. And so um, it was. I had a lot of luck and a lot of faith, a lot of blind faith. And, and one of the things that I did, um, I didn't do well in my standardized test. So I had a lot of offers from a lot of big colleges, universities. And um, when I did not pass the test um, before the signing day, all of those scholarships were taken away from me. And then from there, um, just I coincidentally – see, doing the right thing always follows you. So coincidentally, um, one of the coaches from Georgia Tech, he came to recruit um, another kid from our school during high school, and he didn't come to recruit me, but my head coach told him, he said, hey, we have a diamond in the rough, man. Just check this kid out. Um, the coach watched one film on me, and then after he saw me run somebody over and run an 80-yard touchdown, he was like, cut that off. I want to see the guy. <laughs> he said, yeah, bring him in. <laughs> he said, bring him in. And so after that, he came to me, and he was just like, hey, um, he said, do you know where Georgia Tech is? I was just like, in the state of Atlanta. He was just like, <laughs> no, man. <laughs> I was real I was real sheltered and, and, and you know, very green. But um, from there, um, he said, hey, we, we want to bring you in for an for, uh, unofficial visit. You want to come and check it out, see see what we're about, and then um, you know see if this is fitting for you. And so one of the things that I wanted to do, I wanted to get out of Texas and get away from my parents, and I wanted to go be on my own. And so I went there, and I loved the school, and they said, hey, if you do well on and off the field, we'll give you a scholarship. Um, then that, so you had to walk on. You, did, you didn't just, just get the scholarship and say, here. No, I had to walk on, and I had to prove to the organization that I was worthy enough to get a scholarship. And so I had to work. Um, um, so I didn't. I had to pay. For, my parents had to pay for school. And I'm not saying that we we were wealthy. We were not wealthy by all means. Um, but um, I had to I had to figure out how I was going to eat every night. So you know, I would go to the cafeteria and I would I would kind of sneak sneak behind and see if I can you know get some food and then leave real quick. And this happened like consistently um, for 365 days uh, or however long you're in school. And um, and and from there, you know, I, I found my, my, my balance, my foundation, and then I earned a scholarship. Let's, that's fascinating. Let, let's talk a little bit about Beyond the Game, mm. your foundation. Uh-huh. Can, can you tell our, our audience uh, a little bit about that? Yeah, so Game Beyond the Game. Game Beyond the Game was created because um, um, about 11, 12 years ago, I tried to commit suicide. And um, and 
I had to rehabilitate myself to get out of that melancholy stage. And so um, in creating the game beyond the game, it came from making sure that these players, um, these former athletes, professional um, and current athletes, one, that the current athletes want to elevate their game, take it to another level, this is what we do in Game Beyond the Game. But uh, for the former athletes, what we do, we help them find the zone in the Game Beyond the Game, and we encourage them to bring their spouses because we understand that you don't want one individual to grow. You want both individuals to grow um, so everyone can hold each other accountable. Iron sharpens iron, and they are on the same um, um, purpose and path um, to fulfill that vision and, uh, and have the mindset. Okay, you mentioned something about, and I know this is touchy. You said uh, you, you thought about committing suicide. Right, 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 right. What got you past that dark point? Oh, yeah, man. because we talk about it. You're looking <clears throat> at it. Everybody thinks, okay, you got to the NFL, right. and you're, you're, you're playing ball. Right. That, that should be great. That means right. you should have your life is perfect. Correct, correct. What, so what got me past that point? Man, meditation. And, and um, you know, back in the day, it was funny you you mentioned something about um uh, whenever you whenever you start to do something uh everyone people that don't know certain things they what they don't know they fear they hate and so i would go and practice meditation because i had i had no more options i lost everything i lost my career i lost my woman i lost my house i lost my condo I, I, it was so many things that i lost that i gained it took me a long time to gain them and i lost them within the snap of a finger and so um i ended up calling up uh, well luckily i was i was attending the monastery before um all of this stuff all of these these, these things cascaded and um um I attended a monastery, I spent time with the monks, and I learned how to rehabilitate myself. So when I go back home, I'm at home, and I'm going through this this, this challenging time period because I created a three-day um, um, demise plan where, you know, first two days I, I pulled out my gun and I put it underneath my chin and I, I kept pulling the trigger, and you know, to get to prep myself to do this. And so on the third day, I loaded my bullet and I just left the, left the gun in there. And so I knew that I was ready to to commit this um, this this process, this act. And I ended up calling seven people. I called my mom. I called some of my teammates. I called my my uh, my father. I called some of my uncles, and I called my professor. And they uh, every everybody's story. I cannot relate to everyone's story. And so on the, the seventh phone call, I called the headmaster monk at the monastery, and. Uh, when I called, I just started lamenting. Just, hey, I got this going on. I'm about to kill myself. You know, I just know I'm about to do it. I'm, I'm going through everything. I've lost everything. And after I finished lamenting, it was silence on the phone. And he said, are you done? And for the first time, I said, yeah. He said, meditate, brother, and hung up the phone. Wow. And I was like, what? <laughs> meditate? Wow. What is meditation going to do for me? How is meditation going to save me? What is wrong with? You know what? I'm about to go and do it. But as I walked into my room to get to my closet, I, I, I looked at my meditation pillow. It was sitting on the ground. And whenever you go to monastery, we meditate three times a day for one hour. And so I, I committed to doing a one-hour meditation. This is my last lifeline. So I sat down. And what I learned from that meditation, man, was a struggle. Was I, I, I had a hard time sitting with myself, by myself, mm. because I didn't like myself. I hated myself because I, I knew that I had let myself down. I let my career go. I lost my job, and, and I, I'm losing everything else. Like, I'm not enough. Who am I? I'm messed up. And so what, what, what I did, I, I, I committed to this one hour, and I had these big hips, so I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to cross my legs. I'm trying to look like a, my my best meditation pose, and um and 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 so I'm 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 struggling with my hips, and so finally around like somewhere between 57 58 minutes, my hips hit the ground, my, the outside of my knees hit the ground, boom. Wow. And when that happened, it was like I just something inside of me woke up you and let go, and I let go, and it 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 got so quiet, so quiet that I was just like, what what was that? And that grabbed my attention, and harming myself never ever became a thought. Wow, that's deep. I I got a caller on the on the line that's listening to you. And she wanted she got a question for you. Awesome. Hello. Good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm doing amazing. Yourself? 
I am doing great. I have a question for you. My name is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi. My question is that there is a, a long-standing stigma of African-American uh, men and women, especially men, going to seek professional help right. when they go through um, personal crisis. Um, did that um, come to your mind when you were going through your depression? Um, it, it didn't come to my mind. It came to my spirit. It came to my heart. Um, because I, I was so hurt and I was on the verge of committing this act. And after I was able to go through the grieving pain, I sat back and I said to myself, who am I and what do I, what do I want to do? And I've always wanted to help people. I've always had a smile on my face. And if you know me, you know my energy is always high. Um, but it, it was it was I need to make sure that this doesn't happen to any other individual that I come in contact with or that I, or that I know. And if they ask for help, then I, it's my duty and my job to make sure that I I, I do that. That's that's a great question, Michelle, because uh, you know P, PJ and I sat down a, what, a few weeks ago, almost about a month ago, and we would just talk. And you know, two brothers having conversations. You would think that you know we'd come across it and be all macho and like, no, I can't talk about mental health or, or, or issues that really affected me. But I think when it comes to, like you said, he had that peace in his life. Now we're at a point where there's peace in our life that we can talk about it freely. So the stigma, especially for brothers to, to, to talk about it, I, I think when we open up and we tell stories like this, I think it, it reduces the stigma. Right. Yeah, for others out there, PJ, that uh, might be thinking of, committing suicide or, or whatever, what, what would you tell them? Be still. And if they don't know what that means, you remember when we played freeze tag when we were little. Be still for just five seconds, ten seconds, and, and, and really concentrate on, on being still. Most people try to sit still, but they have a scratch, and so they're itching. <laughs> You know, they'll scratch that area, uh, or they have an itch and they'll scratch that area. But it's it's when you don't know what to do, sometimes it's good to not do anything at all. Mm. Just sit, sitting there and, and having, having that peace because your, your mind can run so crazy. Run so crazy. <laughs> right. And when those emotions are, are – when the thoughts get behind the emotions and they drive it, it drives you into action. You know, emotions are is energy in motion. And so when those emotions are there and the thought process comes behind it, oh, that's the wow. action. So, so just be, be still is, is the answer right now. I tell you, we're going to take a station break, okay. but we're going to come back with some more of P.J. Daniels. This is interesting. <laughs> James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life on The Answer San Diego. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Reality show. Oh, surprise, another reality show. And another show with Chicago in the title. If you're not going to pick something, just turn it off. Face it, there's nothing good on TV, so turn it off. And turn on The Answer San Diego. Weeknights at 8, it's Dennis Prager. Then at 9, you'll hear Sebastian Gorka. Then at 10 p.m., listen to Larry Elder. The Answer, San Diego's prime time lineup. Weeknights from 8 till 11, Prager, Gorka, and Elder. Turn off the TV and spend your weeknights with The Answer San Diego. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Hey, uh, we are having some very interesting conversation. We got our guest again, uh, PJ Daniels. Hey. PJ, uh, I, I cut you off with a, a commercial break, but... Mm-hmm. 
can you continue? I think our audience were locked into what you were saying. Yeah, yeah this this is this is one, one of them shows. I I, I think what, what we're talking about is, is going to help somebody. It's going to bless somebody today. So, yeah, you know, we want to continue it, not 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 put, no not uh, not have this conversation. And, uh-huh. and any any uh, guests out there that want to call in, uh, feel free to call in uh, right now. Yes, please do. Um, so, what did I leave off at? Um, be uh, be still. Be still. <laughs> be still. You, you know that be that be still is uh, is such a powerful saying. Um, I really did not know what that meant because y- y- your brain is moving; it's going a million miles per hour. It's trying to process thoughts. It's trying to process what you did yesterday, last week, a couple of years ago, you know, to this moment in time. And and a lot of times, if you start following that monkey brain, which jumps everywhere then you're not going to have a purpose. You're just going to be blindly out there trying to figure figure life out. And so whenever you learn how to be still, you learn how to discipline yourself to sit. Man, I, 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 want, I want to know, you're talking about being still. Uh, what was it like initially when you went to the monastery and you, and you, had, and you had to sit and be still? Because I, I have a problem. I see I'm jumping all over the place right now. I got to force myself to be still. But. Man, what, what was it like? It was a, it was a, it was a shock. It was a, a complete shock because I grew up uh, in the country, man. I grew up Mississippi Baptist, you know, everything. We praised the Lord, and 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 going to the monastery, it, that that wasn't presented, but it was presented in a way of like believe in yourself, believe in the goodness inside of you, the God that's inside of you, and um, you know, believe in the power that that you possess. And and so when I first went there, it was like everything. It's it's vegan food, all vegan food, and silence. And we meditate three times a day. And you're given a book. So now you're in this concentrated area where you're focused on your mind, your body, and your spirit. And it it, it was a shock to me because I didn't know how to adapt to this energy. It was for the first time when I met when I met the headmaster monk. I was so uncomfortable in a sense of like whenever you know there's danger, you know, the first thing that you do, you get out of the way of danger. But some people, they gravitate towards danger. And this was the first time where it was the the energy was so intense. I, I, I was I was like, do I run away? Do I stay here? But the energy wasn't danger or any negative energy. It was pure positive energy. And I didn't know how what what to do, how to act. And the first thing that came in my brain was just just sit, because if if I'm not if I'm not about to die, I just need to sit and see what's going on. And when I did that, that's I kind of it, it my my whole perception kind of became surreal to me, because I was just like, okay, wow, I'm I'm adjusting myself to this energy, this frequency, this this um this um energy frequency, and what's the other one? Um, can't think of it right now, but that's what I was adjusting myself to. And 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 when it happened, um, it allowed me to adjust myself and my my energy, my frequency to that to 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 that environment that was emitting um, that high level of energy, the high level of discipline, the high level of frequency. So was so was there a, a, like an emotional uh, roller coaster that you had to go on to, to transition into being being still, or or was it? You know, yeah, something that just hits you immediately. Um, it was definitely an emotional roller coaster because you 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 have a lot of internal uh, conflict with yourself. Even w- when you're looking to do something like uh, to go and work out, like I'm not gonna go work out. And as soon as you say that, <laughs> first thing I said this morning, right? <laughs> and as soon as you say that, you're not going to go work out. You know, so now you're in a place where it's concentrated. You have to be mindful of what you're saying to yourself. And the minute you start to become mindful of what you're saying to yourself, you start to become mindful of how powerful words are. You know, because in a household with, with, with a lot of kids, if one of the kids start calling all the other kids stupid, eventually all those other kids are going to believe that they're stupid. Mm, yes. Right. If if you go out and you listen to a song and somebody put a song in your head, that melody is going to play all day long, you know. <laughs> Jason, you talked about what that when you were growing up with, oh. with, with, your, with your sisters and brothers, right? Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You know, uh, one of the things that, and I like how you did, just because uh, notice we started to show off, know, know yourself, love yourself, accept yourself, 
before you share yourself. Mm. Right. You know, uh, so uh, the things that I believe that you learned uh, during this time where you was going through that adversity, yeah. I mean, you learned to figure out who you are. Yeah. I mean, exactly yeah. who you are. Yeah. Uh, and now, I, you know, I know you. We know you. Right. I mean, right. you're the same person every day regardless of who or what someone said or think about you. Correct. But, Correct. but when do we find that point about what defines us? about what we're defined by because, you know, like I said, I, I thought I was de- defined by the celebrity or whatever else was going on. Uh, right. I know you know you had certain things that you thought you were defined by for being the country boy, mm-hmm. right? But and, I, I believe – You're looking I, at athletics and maybe, yeah, I'm just a football player. Exactly. And when that's gone, what, what, what's next? What's, what's next? Right. Some, sometimes I believe that we have to hit rock bottom. Yeah. I mean, you have to hit rock bottom or you have to be in a situation or circumstances where – and they say you swim or you sink, uh, where you you have an opportunity to really reflect on what you have done in the past, and and sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But we never want to walk back in the past. Right. right. We always want to walk forward. Mm-hmm. We never want to, you know, say, well, last last week I was doing this, and two weeks ago, and two three years ago, because. Once you start walking back in the past, yeah. and then you realize that you're in the past, you turn around and you run as quickly as you can to the point where you where you started walking back in the past. But guess what? You're still in the past mm. because time did not wait for you. Mm. Right. So right. Mm. when when you define out who when you define yourself, you that moment in time is a new you, and we don't look back. We continue to march forward. Yeah, I, I have I have these things that you know you talk about having having something to motivate yourself that's comfortable in your in your in your own skin. I have these things I call rayisms, and and and, and the one I use the most is called the greatest thing about being present in the moment to tell your story is knowing that there's always more to write. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So your today doesn't have to be your tomorrow. Uh, you, you you can make a change today to to, to change to change everything, change your path, change that blueprint. Right. So you just got to be still. Sometimes you got to be still I mean, and, I, and appreciate the moment that you're in. Right. So it, it's, it's so funny that it comes full circle, what you're talking about. It does. It does. And, and it, it's, it, it also it reflects, and I, I know our audience is, is intrigued. They're listening to this because as many of them out there have probably felt the same way. Oh, man. And uh, you giving them uh, some valuable information on just be still. Just be still. Think about it. Yeah. Think about what you – thinking about doing, mm-hmm. really give it some thought. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that way, mm-hmm. um, you know, so really appreciate it. So, oh, so, so P- PJ, tell, tell them where they can find more information on, on Game game Beyond the Game. Okay, you can go to Facebook and go to Game Beyond the Game. You can go to Instagram and go to Game Beyond the Game. Or you can um, contact me on Instagram um, at Prince Daniels Jr. or uh, Prince A. Junior, <laughs> I, I just changed my name to, to <laughs> something different, but um, you can you, you can find game game. I mean, go to the www.gamebeyondthegame.com and you can find out more information. This first event that we're having, March 13th to March 14th, is in Los Angeles, California. We have some great speakers. We have Ray being there. Um, we have Hazel Ortega. Um, she's amazing. She wrote a book called "From Bounce Checks to Private Jets," and I mean, she's such an inspiration. And and she's also an inspiration for not only the athletes but the spouses, and that's and that's what we do. We look to bring in a female um, that's empowering for the other females because again, we are lifting everyone's energy. Just how my energy was lifted up from the first time I went to the monastery, and then um, we have we have um, Mr. Tony Child, and we have um, Hello Tinata. I'm um, play with him in Baltimore, man. A, a five-time Pro Bowler, he's amazing, man. A, a beautiful spirit, and so um, we have these incredible individuals, and we just want everyone to raise their awareness. If you know someone that is a former athlete, a former professional athlete, please give them this information for Game Beyond the Game and tell them to to to, to come because we have a promo code and I would love to give it out over the over the radio station but um I'm not I'll, I'll, but I but I will say um um go to game beyond the game if you have any questions just 
We'll, we'll, we'll post the information on my site, too, at RayLeonardJr.com. There we and go. We'll, we'll get and make sure that we have the information for the radio show, for uh, every, all the information to go for Game Beyond the Game. Exactly. I, I really want to say I, I yeah. really appreciate uh, you sharing uh, your story. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's very inspirational to me. Thank you. And I'm you. sure that uh, our listeners, uh, we kind of reached some of them out there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, I'm just proud of you, man. Oh, thank you, man. I'm, I'm, you know, if I can share this real quick, I've been working on this for 12 years, mm. for 12 years, man. And and w- when when I saw that 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 light, that 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 glimmer of peace, nobody could tell me anything different. And you know, when my mom has said, you know, and I I, I don't want to put my mom in a negative light. You know, my mom is amazing. But when she had told me, um, you know, that's kind of weird what you're doing, it hurt my feelings because, you know, but I had to come to the realization that she didn't understand it. And so she feared it. And and I told her, I was like, I'm, I still love the Lord. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I, I still do this. You know, I still do. I said, I, I, but I love him more now. Now now that I know that, wow, the, the Lord is, the, God is inside of me. I, I, you know, I didn't know that. I was looking in the sky and I was waiting waiting for things to happen i was waiting for the sky to part and when the sky didn't part i was just like wow okay well it didn't part this time so what's going on well i mean it's you know? just a, a great inspiration and uh, i hate to bring this to a close but yeah. wow it's been an absolute pleasure thank you uh ray uh another great show jc show. <laughs> and yep. uh our audience out there a lot of the stuff that we talk about you can find it in my book country boy city boy journey that ain't over yet ain't. uh Amazon Kindle has a special on it for 99 cent right now. Uh, so you can get this. I'm talking about the e-version of it. So right. until next week, next week, it's your life. We Live go. it. Enjoy it. And be blessed. Ain't no stopping us now. Thank you. James and Ray next week at this same time for more It's Your Life, where you'll learn how to dream big, think big, and be big. For more about James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Come back next week at this same time for more motivation and inspiration on how you can become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.